with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about bald men. Uh, Prince William apparently is the sexiest bald man alive, which I don't know. I think The Rock wins that every day of the week, personally, but that's just me. I don't know. Jason Statham, he's a good looking Oh, yeah, bald guy. he's a good one. But here's the thing. Everybody's got their royal covered glasses on because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the future king of England, and that makes somebody supremely more sexy. Yeah, And yeah. that's what somebody said. How the heck did he win? Oh, that's how. And all these people, here's a hot take. All these people saying that, oh, bald is sexy. I love bald men. You love them just because they have no choice. If that person had hair like Harry Styles, this luscious, full head of hair, locks like Samson, you'd like that way more. I don't think that's the case every time. I think you're probably right most of the time, but some <laughs> people actually just like bald. Like, oh. Yeah, what's the Aquaman's name? Uh, Jason Momoa. Or oh yeah. Or whatever. yeah. Like, would he be better bald? No. No. He's no. like it helps <laughs> when you're built like an Adonis too, right? I mean, if you're just like a, another a normal guy like Chris and I, and yeah. you ha- you have hair, yeah. you're more sexy than well, when you have. And then no and hair. then when you when you're built like me, and then you then you you become a bald man, and then you kind of look like a Sharpe dog, right? You got all the folds <laughs> going on, the, all those wrinkles in the back. Yeah. Like oh, the folds in the back. This yeah. like bald. But people who love bald men, you don't like it any more than you like hair. Yeah. Matt, how are you deciding this for people? Yeah, he just likes to decide things for people. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you. Like, I'm, I'm hard truth that so we all have to face. What are people saying like on Christy text? Christy texted and says, I think bald guys are like guys with beards. It works on some, but not all. The guy I'm talking to is partially bald and he rocks it. I will say the classic bald guy move, uh, especially if you're younger in your 20s, mm. is Bickett grow a beard. Right, like you compensate for the hair, lack of hair on oh, the top for, sure. for the beard. Oh, You're like, you can't sure. just be like a full on hi. For sure, focus on the hair here, not exactly. up there. How do you for feel about sure. the cul-de-sac? For sure. For Does sure. anyone like the cul-de-sac? Some people do. Yeah. Do they? I don't know. That's... I don't know. Tell us. You know everything, Matt. <laughs> you know how people there's feel. Some, there's something out there for everybody, man. Yeah. That is true. This text from White Court says bald is definitely sexy. Not as sexy as hair. No, a, a counter to Matt's point, I once dated a guy, says a texter, who had luscious, a thick hair and was e- equally sexy when he shaved it. This, like, this makes me so angry. Yeah. You've got amazing hair. What are you doing shaving it? <laughs> they get to choose, you know. They I, I decide. Know, I, I understand. Yes, but I, agree, I, I have to agree with you there, Matt. Uh, yeah, please don't. If you've got nice hair, don't shave it. It's just like uh, I, us guys with thinning hair see somebody do that and we just cry a little bit, shed a single tear. Yeah, hmm. it's the five head that's the problem, right? I mean, and and that's the other question. My wife keeps convincing me that she says, "Chris, it's better that it's coming, it's going from the front to the back than the back to the front." She says the back to the front is a way worse look. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Like already... balding from the back to the front. Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, you get oh, the little yeah, spot the, in the, the top, the spot in the back. Oh right, yes. Yeah. Prince Harry's got that going on. I don't know. <laughs> I think it would be worse from front to back because my forehead is already gargantuan. <laughs> you just have a widow's peak. Yeah, I got widow's super peaks. Yeah. All right. What about you? Bald, is it sexy? Uh, we want to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about bald men, and if you find them sexy, we're getting a lot of texts at 103939. Yes, no bald for me, says this texter. I had a house party, and this hot guy came in with a hat, took his hat off, and went from a 10 to a 6. And then they <laughs> save themselves and say, except Bobby, Jackie rocks it. <laughs> yeah. Bob does look good, but I like Bob with the hair more than Bicked. 
Yeah. Yeah, he probably does too. It is what it is. I like the text that says there's a shampoo line that helps with regrowth. If there really is, if there really is something that works, and I'm not saying, but I mean, if there really is something that works, it should, it would be a giant story. Like if I, I yes. I've gone through that stage too, where you the know, nioxin, whatever, that kind of Rogaine. stuff. Oh, yeah. I can tell you. I would be first in line. Chris and I would be high five and we've been endorsing <laughs> it on the show. <laughs> I like this. It's not a cul-de-sac. It's a power donut. And very few can pull it off. <laughs> the power donut's for the old guy that just like doesn't have the time to bake his hair anymore. The I do like best. this text. Yes, I love bald man. Nothing like running your tongue over a freshly shaved head. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, the the two-day growth, though, is all prickly. Be careful. <laughs> two-day growth. Gotta be fresh. All right. You got another text, Jack? The Rock is the sexiest bald man, absolutely. Yeah. I think. Would would The Rock be sexy if he had a cul de sac? I don't think I don't think it's sexy, no. I think I've seen him with one. Like was no he, chance. Did, did he not do that in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm I might Where be. Where is his it. power donut? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Are bald men sexy? That is the question we're asking this morning. Well, we're talking about cul-de-sacs and power donuts. This text just came in. The only man who rocks a cul-de-sac is Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. The captain of the Enterprise. Oh, he, yeah. That is true. It's his intelligence that gets you, though. Every time. You know, making the right moves against the Klingons and the Borg. That's sexy. This person says, if a man is starting to go bald, just shave it all off. I love a man with a sexy shaved head. Yeah, I mean, if you're struggling with it and you're thinning and you're doing the comb over, it's not a good look. Just take it all off. Take it all off? But then sometimes there's guys that just don't look great. They they need some kind of hair. I don't know. Well, if your head looks like the moon, it's got craters in it, it's all (laughs) (laughs) pockmarked. I don't know. We personally, in our situation, Bobby held on to his little tuft in the front for a long time. Like Bob's, it worked for Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <A> little tuft. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Where we had you uh, text us uh, yesterday, and uh, the, the texter that goes along with the actual first goal of the game for the Oilers, their roster number was going to win a $50 gift card from our good friends at Mr. Mike Steakhouse Casual. Correct. That happened to be Archibald. Number 15, on a breakaway. Uh, everybody assumed it would be, you know, Connor McDavid, 97, or Leon Dreisaitl, 29, or maybe Darnell Nurse, who's having an incredible season, 25. It was uh, Mr. Archibald at 15. So we just called our lucky texter that texted 15 through, and uh, they didn't answer. They had uh, one of those generic voicemails that didn't have their name or anything on it. And I was just kind of, I've, I've apparently I've done this quite a few times where... Like every time. I'll let it go to the beep, and then... Click. And then I hang up. And I don't leave a message. And Matt's like, you are such an idiot. It's just a scumbag move. First off, you get a notification of a missed call. Right. Right? So you don't need to leave a message. And then if you're going to leave a message, leave a message. Like, <laughs> I hate going to my phone, going to my voicemail, typing in the password, listening to the lady talk, telling me I have one unlistened to message, and then getting excited yeah. and hearing... That is your message. What would you like to do? Delete it. It's not even the point of getting excited. It's just you want to delete that notification of you have a voicemail. It sits at the top of your phone until you deal with it. Yes. Right. And you are creating that for people. That's two days in a row. He's like, and he's just mindlessly, oh, beep. Oh, forgot to hang up. 
<laughs> so you do listen to it, and then it's just just a click. Well, because I, I was thinking, I didn't know what I didn't know what to say. So then I got I got anyway. So hang up before exactly. the beep. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what to say until after the beep happened. Okay. Then I knew oh. I didn't know what I didn't know. Does that make sense? You should think of something to say then. Make it worth their while. Hey, we tried to reach you, by the way. We have some good news. Something like that. I don't know. I should have said something. Probably. Saying nothing at all. Like, okay, that drives you guys crazy? It drives everyone crazy. First text in, grr, my mom does this all the time. (laughs) It's even worse when you know the person and you just don't want to send a text. (laughs) I don't know. Hey, yeah, what? Oh. Hey, Matt, my voicemail legit says it's 2021. Just hang up and text me. It's so true. Yeah. And it's different for us, right? Because we can't just text you. Right. But like you see the missed call from Kissin, I think that's good enough. Okay. Got it. So from now on, before I hear the beep, just hang up. Yes. Decide if you know what to say or not. <laughs> <laughs> before Some, you call. Sometimes I don't know. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here we go. It's time for the March Madness, most bingeable show on television, according to you, the great Kiss and Country listeners. And uh, we had two heavyweights go against each other yesterday. It was Breaking Bad and Schitt's Creek. And the winner was... One of us has to stay safe for David. I'm already in the room. See, we're still alive, Moira. I think we're going to be okay. There you go. Shit's Creek won. By 69% on Instagram, at least. Amazing. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Jax watched two episodes yes. last night. I have started Shit's Creek. Breaking Bad was probably my top favorite show, and Shit's Creek might have been my second favorite, so it was impossible. I went to vote yesterday on Instagram, and, well, much like when I leave a message, I couldn't vote. <laughs> You just left it. I literally could not vote because I was just like, I love them both so much. So there you go. That means Shits Creek will be moving on. But another couple of uh, heavyweights are going to battle today. I just got to get to them here. And uh, the first one would be... Oh, I'm sorry. Were you speaking to me or sleeping with someone else? (laughs) We were on a break. You know, Ross, why don't you just put that on your answering machine? We were on a break. That would be friends, of course. Yes. That's huge. Friends, that is. We probably picked that one to be the winner in the very beginning of this thing, didn't I we? I think so. Powerhouse. Okay. Here we go. Uh, against. You realize this constitutes hugging? Shut up. I'm your person. I'm your person. Grey's Anatomy. Oh. Friends against Grey's Anatomy. Oh, man. I have no skin in this game. This might be the biggest battle we've had yet, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Grey's Anatomy has a huge following, and it's still on to this day. Friends is like 20 years old. I mean, they both had 11 billion seasons. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it. (laughs) All right. So now here's your opportunity to decide for us who's moving on to the final four. Is it going to be Grey's Anatomy or is it going to be Friends? Text us now at 103939. You can also vote on all our social media pages for the next 24 hours. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Grey's Anatomy or Friends. It's uh, your chance to, to speak your mind right now at 103939. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 7.50, it's Roaster Toast Tuesday. It's your opportunity to get it off your chest in a positive or a negative way. A roast is a negative. A toast is a positive, Makes of course. Sense. Yeah, and uh, so we're looking for yours at 103.939. Uh, Jack, what do you want to do? I'm toasting this morning. I'm uh, toasting Tim Horton's Roll Up the Rim. 
I am loving this year that every single cup is a winner. And while you may only win a tenth of a coffee in (laughs) five points or whatever it is, you're still winning something and it's way better than the fact of, oh, try again, because then you don't win at all. This, at least you're baking your way very slowly to a free coffee. A win every time gives you that sweet hit of dopamine to the dome piece. And this is the last week, so I am hitting it. <laughs> like, oh, let that winning feeling shower over. I am you. trying. This is why a slot machine that pays you out one quarter after you put 15 in it. I'm it here works, for it. Man. Yeah, that's so true. What about you, Matt? I'm roasting. Well, we're just talking about our bingeable bracket. Mm-hmm. This whole thing has got me feeling so <laughs> disturbed. Yes. Watching the results. Ludicrous. What is wrong with you? Everything you've predicted has gone the other way. And like, I don't think I'm crazy thinking that Seinfeld shouldn't have lost or the fact that our last Breaking Bad should have lost. I like, know what it is. You're old. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I am. Maybe, I, you know, I blame the children. Yeah. <laughs> it's a generation behind the millennials ruining everything. Good. It's so ridiculous. I'm, what are you thinking voting for those trash shows? I'm glad to see that uh, you're feeling old. That makes me feel good. All right. Oh, I'm old. I'm going to I'm going to do I'm going to do a toast. Woo. I'm going to toast my uh, daughter's fiance Renato who actually wrote the uh, cover story in the Edify magazine which will be released in the next day or so and it's a story about Anthony and James Macocus. Uh, Anthony uh, Johnson, James Macocus, the amazing race, my amazing race neighbors, and it's a pretty cool story. The pictures look fantastic. I've seen a little bit of view of that, and uh, he's pretty excited. He got the cover story, so there you go. And uh, it's, that's a huge deal, and it's a great story. So there you go. When is he going to do a story on us? Um, Mainstays in the Edmonton radio market. That's we got to a- do something amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to have to get on reality TV. All right, and we're going to do another toast. The first one in, I want to toast my son, Michael, on his third birthday. Happy birthday Aww, to Michael. Oh, happy what birthday. A, what about you? Roaster toast this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, got to squeeze a, a toast in. A toast, uh, we were doing Roaster Toast Tuesday. Toast to my patient, Annie, leaving the stallery after five months. Uh, she dressed up like a princess and is ready to go home, says Monday. Yay. Isn't I that love a, that. That's a beautiful uh, thing to, to hear and uh, to imagine, right? Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, we're talking about uh, what sitcom uh, place would you like to own? Uh, for example, Schitt's Creek, uh, the uh, hotel where they shot everything for the motel, I guess, for the uh, last number of years. is uh, for, Well, it's for sale for just under $1.6 million. It's about two hours from Toronto. So mm-hmm. if it was a little closer to Toronto, it would be worth a little bit more probably. But uh, anyway. Ten rooms. It would be really cool to own something like that. And what are, else are people saying they'd like to own as far as sitcom homes go? A lot of ranches coming up. Of course, somebody did mention the Dutton Ranch from Yellowstone. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting on a That house? Holy if you, cow. If, if you got something with a helicopter pad, you're doing all right. <laughs> Even Rip's cabin would be okay. Yeah, though, right? I could deal with Rip's cabin. Yeah. Heck, I live in the bunkhouse with all the ranch hands. <laughs> <laughs> this text says, I would love to own South Fork from Dallas. Mm, okay. People with expensive tastes. Yeah. Yeah, 80s taste for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to date myself here, says this text, but the Brady Bunch house, that iconic kitchen and the staircase. Heck yeah. The staircase. I do remember the promo shots from that. What was mm-hmm. the name of the maid? Where'd she live? Alice? Is that right? How do I know that? Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't remember Brady Bunch at all, and I should, but I don't. We never watched it. I don't Chris, know. would you want to own the tugboat from Beachcombers? <laughs> No, not the tugboat. I would relics boat. He had like the 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 river boat. He just had the aluminum river boat relic did. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to own. 
jumped a lot of logs. Yes. This person says, I would love to own the house from Little House on the Prairie. The land and the little house, it would be perfect for just me and my dogs. You'd have to um, grow your hair out like Michael Landon, though, and only wear pants and suspenders. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) I'm there. All right. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, we're talking about uh, Schitt's Creek and the fact that the motel that they used in it uh, was actually, it's now up for sale for just under $1.6 million. And we're asking what sitcom, maybe house or something like that, would you like to own? I just thought of the one that I would like to own mm. if it wasn't for that. It would be for Modern Family and it would be Jay and Gloria's house. That yeah. was That's a big, oh, yes. a big shack. They're all, if you think about it, loaded. Yeah. They all have gorgeous homes <laughs> in that show. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, but... he's a real estate agent, isn't he? Well, not Jay. Jay owns closets, closets. <laughs> I love that you know all of this. Oh, man. Yeah, I love that show. But anyway, we're looking for yours, more importantly, this morning. And we can definitely tell what you've been watching. This text from Michelle says, I want to own Raina James Mansion in the Nashville show. The yard <sighs> yes. and the house are so beautiful. Yes. Living in Nashville would be so cool. Stipulation, does it come with the maids and the groundskeepers and whatnot? I think it would, we would have to. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm for that then. <laughs> no right. kidding. This person says it has to be Bruce Wayne's mansion with a bat cave. This person's thinking on the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you get all the doodads? Do you get a butler that's like. Alfred. Awesome. Of course. <laughs> Michael Caine. Hello, Mr. Wayne. Okay. And this text says any house that the Lumber Kings have made, I would love to have. The Lumber Kings. I remember that show. Are those they, like they, they log houses? Yeah, they put them. It's like a reality show. They put them up in like three days too. Yeah, they're like crazy good at them. So this one, I like this one too. The Robin's Nest from the original Magnum PI. That one's in Hawaii, right? I don't know. I think it is Magnum yeah. PI. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. 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 What about uh, getting back to Batman? What about the Iron Man's place? Oh, Tony Stark's mansion on the hill there. But people are always, like, hitting it with missiles and stuff. Yeah, kind of a bummer. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, I saw something super interesting, and I, this is definitely in the forefront of the news these days, with people losing their sense of taste or never had their sense of taste or smell to begin with. Now, there's a chef in the U.K., his name is Ryan, and he took himself a few months, and he wrote a cookbook for those who have barely a sense of taste or smell or none whatsoever. So his, his mom died of cancer, and she lost all of her sense of taste prior to this. So I think this is like a super interesting thing to do. It always made me, it made me think that I'm always kind of wondering, what's that like if you lost your sense of taste or never had it to begin with? It's like crazy right. to think right. about. Right, and there's people with COVID that uh, you, you, you hear from people that had COVID six months ago that still haven't. Uh, yeah, they lose it. Haven't got it back, right? Okay, so what's the cookbook? Okay, so like what's the premise here? Like, I mean, uh, as far as. He says you want to try to incorporate like acidity and vi- vinegars and brightness into your flavors. He says like stuff like garlic really doesn't work and eggs and onions. Just like those. those right. Mm- Typical. flavors. Uh-huh. He says those kind of you want to stray away from. So what do you got to use? Horseradish? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I knew there was a, a dad on one of my hockey teams and the rumor has it that he never had a sense of taste or barely had it. And he would annihilate foods with hot sauce. Right. Like he would just. On purpose. On just just purpose, to taste something. Taste something. To have some sort of effect. when He, he wanted ate. to feel. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And like my dad lost his sense of taste when he had a stem cell transplant. My dad was a pretty straight and narrow guy. He never complained yeah. ever. Right. But when he lost his sense of taste, 
He's like, I got to go to a yogi. They're going to hypnotize me. I think it's going to work. I'm going to get my sense of taste back. Really? Oh, yeah. He freaked out about it. Like, understandably, because he was a big man. He loved to eat. Yeah. But he eventually got it back, which is good. But some people don't. Okay. And then, yeah, what do you, how do you enjoy food if you can't taste it? I Like, I, I figure I'd be so skinny. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. I, yeah, I, I wonder if it would make a difference in my world. I eat so fast I don't really even taste it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like I've said before, Chris eats like a duck. He just throws his head back and glug, 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 slides it down. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 19 minutes away from Kiss and Country Payroll. We'll be calling another name, and it could be yours. Go to cisnfm.com and sign up. We're talking, and we're looking for people that have lost their lack of uh, taste or smell, and uh, maybe this cookbook would work for you. I just got this text at 103939, Jack. Yeah, they said, try having a dad who smoked and liked Mexican hot spicy stuff. Will rest his soul, but when my dad stopped smoking during my teen years... He was almost apologizing when he got part of his sense of smell back. He We still had awesomely hot food, and it probably kept his heart going longer and a sense of smell. Who knew it was so important for not over-spicing your food? So oh, there you man. go. My kind of dad, though. I like the heat. <laughs> he had no clue. He but... didn't know how hot he had it. <laughs> <laughs> or how it smelled. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a Kip Moore. Something about a truck. Kissing Country, 103.9. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.